0: Phil Marcello here welcoming you into Conquer and Prevail Tracking the Terriers presented by Pinnacle Hospitality. Each week on Conquer and Prevail we will check in with various Wofford athletic staff members to see what they are doing to keep their programs ready for action. On this episode we talk with Hayes Heineke and Omar Williams. Terrier fans we now welcome on a rising junior for the baseball team pitcher Hayes Heineke. Hayes, I appreciate you taking a couple minutes out of your day, your busy day, to to talk with us today.
1: Glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Now let's jump back to just an hour ago. I asked all the coaches, you know, how you're keeping in touch with your student-athletes, and you were on a Zoom call. Was that a positional one? Was it a staff-wide one? What, You know, tell us about the conversation today.
1: Uh, So today it was just just the pitching staff. So it's 15 of us and our pitching coach – um he organizes it. we've been doing it every two weeks um you know, talk about different things, basically just trying to keep up and um just just for us to keep tabs and our coaching staff and for them to uh keep up keep keep us updated um with however we're doing during all this you know it's been it's been a very long time since we've been on campus so it's um every two weeks, yeah, I get on the zoom and Talk to everybody
0: now. Every aspect of you know every sport has seemingly been impacted by by COVID. But what have you been able to do to try and get some work in over the summer in terms of you know keeping sharp for baseball?
1: Right, right. Um, So I've been one of the lucky ones. Um, The travel ball organization that I played with coming through high school and middle school is about ten minutes from the house. Um, It's got a full indoor facility, turf field and a, um, like a full weight room performance center. So, basically, I think when I first got home, they shut down for two weeks for, per the Georgia governor's order. But they opened back up, and basically for the past three months, I've just been living in there.
0: You mentioned that you're down in Georgia, down in, in Fayetteville, Georgia. When did Wofford come into the picture in terms of your, your recruitment, and what sold it for you?
1: Right, so it was, um, it was the summer before my senior year of high school, um, travel ball circuit, throughout the summer, the big, um, the big tournaments. And um, I actually, we were playing a tournament up at Furman is when I first, um, first started communicating with the Wofford staff. JJ was the first coach to text me and introduce himself. And um, shortly after that, I went on a visit and loved the campus, loved everything about it. Loved the academics, um, gave, it, gave it a week, and then, you know, I pretty much had my mind made up that, that Wofford was where I wanted to be.
0: You stepped right in your freshman year, had a really strong year, 10-2, and two, uh, your freshman the year. You know, this might be a dumb question based on the results you had, but what was the biggest, biggest adjustment going from high school level to the collegiate level? Uh-huh.
1: You know, I, I wouldn't be able to put my finger on one exact adjustment. It was just, you know, having the constant um, guidance, really, from the coaching staff, and I had never been around guys that were three or four years older than me. And um, so, basically, I just, I just kind of watched all those guys and all the established guys and um, took what the coaches gave me and used my resources um, and basically just tried to – Um, absorb as much information as I could and see what worked for me, so.
0: You referenced a couple of the the older guys when you got here. Can you tell us about maybe a couple of the people on the pitching staff that influenced you and helped you get adjusted?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So freshman year, it was Austin Higginbotham. He was a senior, and he pitched on the weekends for the the past two years and it, you know, piled up a lot of innings. so basically with him, I just, you know, he was, he was really good about it and he was a really nice guy. And um, he, knew, he knew that I was kind of all the, all the new guys and he knew that he needed to be a leader. And uh, so basically just um, trying to surround myself with the older guys, including him. And uh, this past year it was uh, a lot of guys, Reese Manscalco, Rasesh Pandia, Matt Elmire, Jake Hirschman, um, yeah, we had, a, we had a really strong senior class pitching-wise. Um, and they were all great arms, and had been pitching here for a long time. So, uh, yeah, just kind of surrounded myself with them again.
0: Now, I would imagine one of, one of the coolest experiences you've had so far was the trip that the baseball team was able to take to Spain in January. Can you tell us, like, a little bit about that and that experience and a couple of the things you all were able to do?
1: it it was awesome. It was a once in a lifetime experience. Um, you know, we went and toured when we first, the first three days we were in Madrid and, um, every morning till about mid afternoon, we would go on a tour of a historical site. saw you know, some of the biggest cathedrals in the world, um, went to a lot of museums, saw some famous artwork and stuff like that. And then usually by the end of the tour, we would, um, Kind of had our free time. So the guys would go and explore, go shopping, go see a movie, go to explore the nightlife. So it's lots of fun.
0: That's pretty awesome. Do you, do you think, obviously, the team was doing very well before things got cut short. Do you think that played a little bit into the team chemistry going into the season? Because it was close January and then baseball starts in February.
1: Right, right. Um, yeah, we, we were always close. I mean, um, I talk, I talk to friends from other schools, and it, it kind of sticks out to me how close the guys at Wofford are on the team because we're always together, you know, always um, in class or at practice or at lift together. Um, so we've always had really good chemistry, and that's, that's definitely number one as to why we were so successful.
0: The season it obviously got cut short, but you were off to another strong start. What can you as a team, you know, you had the big win over Auburn, and maybe you personally take into what is hopefully going to be, you know, the most normal spring season that we can have?
1: You know, just trying to trying to build on what we've created so far, and we've got a, a great philosophy, a great approach to the game, and um, we've got the guys who can all perform at the highest level, so.
0: I'm gonna shift gears a little bit. I was I was reading your bio. Um your favorite show is Peaky Blinders. Is that still true?
1: Absolutely. Girl, Probably watched I'm it three know. or four times over.
0: Okay. I'm almost done with it. I got a couple episodes left. What uh, I gotta ask who who's your favorite character?
1: Tommy Shelby. Okay. That's
0: the popular answer. Absolutely. Um other than baseball, what was your favorite sport when you were growing up to so either play and, and watch or both?
1: Uh, I played, I played football. Football was a lot of fun. I played through first year high school. Um, but I'd probably say golf now. I've been, you know, kind of since quarantine started, I've been playing a lot of golf and uh, my dad plays a lot. So, um, I always enjoyed going and playing golf in my free time with my dad.
0: Do you have any other hobbies or any kind of fun fact that fans may not know about you?
1: No, I'm a pretty typical guy. I like, to, I like to hunt and fish every once in a while, get out and get in the outdoors. Um, but, yeah, other than that, hang out with friends and family.
0: I also noticed that you're a big Braves fan. So, who, who's your favorite Brave of all time? And then if it's different, who's your current Brave on the roster that, that's your, your guy?
1: Oof. So many to choose from. Um, I always loved watching Craig Kimbrell pitch for the Braves while he was in Atlanta, um, you know, just one of the best closers of this decade. Um, so he's probably my favorite all-time player, and uh, Freddie Freeman's just, you know, he'll, he'll be an Atlanta Brave forever.
0: For sure. Well, Hayes, I appreciate you taking a few minutes. I know you were Zooming earlier with, with your staff. We mentioned that, and uh, you're, you're trying your best to stay busy, but thanks for joining Conquer and Prevail, and, um, you know, enjoy the rest of your summer.
1: Absolutely, thank you for having me.
0: Pinnacle Hospitality is an award-winning hospitality company based in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Their growing portfolio of internationally recognized hotels include Hilton Worldwide, Marriott International, Intercontinental Hotels Group, and Wyndham Hotels. Their burgeoning restaurant endeavors are poised to create a uniquely and locally inspired social dining experience. As a full service management company, their team provides expert management for owners and asset managers. This expert management is carried forward through Pinnacle's vision and mission. Terry fans, we now welcome on a rising senior for the men's tennis team, Omar Williams. Omar, thanks for talking with us today.
2: Hey Phil, thanks for having me. I'm super pumped.
0: Now you were born in California. When when did your family move to Spartanburg?
2: Yeah, so I was born in California. and My family we all packed up in two cars and drove from California to Spartanburg when I was three months old. So wow, okay. uh, it's been a long time.
0: I was I was just reading the bio and I saw that you were born there, but obviously you went to Spartanburg High School and. And your numbers, I mean, there's got to be a couple of typos in there, right? 102-1 <laughs> in high school, you know, state championship three times, national championship two times. What was the high school program like? Because obviously it was very successful.
2: Yeah, um, it was – we had an incredible team. I and mean, we just got lucky. We had a lot of guys that were really good. And we were all in the same place. And a coach that was crazy enough to get all – a bunch of knuckleheads together and keep them sane for – a little while and we were able to do some really awesome things in Spartan High so I was super thankful to be on a part of that team.
0: Obviously with, with the success you had and the program had you must have gotten you know looks from different schools when did Wofford come into the process when did you you know think hey maybe I want to go there you know tell us about that a little bit.
2: Yeah so I knew Coach Ray I met him when I was probably it was really young I feel like I've known him forever but uh his son was on the team with us for a couple of years. So he really started taking a big interest in me and he was the coach that really uh, took the biggest interest in me and cared about me a lot and was really showing me everything and was really pushing for me to come to Walford. And uh, at the time, even though I was from Spartanburg, I, never, I didn't really know much about Walford. So he really made sure I knew everything and anything that I could about the school. And he made me fall in love with it really quickly. So I have, him to be thankful for for showing me all that
0: it's got to be cool for your family to be able to, to ride right down the road and be able to watch watch you compete in a bunch of your matches and, and speaking of coach ray uh his son is going to be one of the freshmen ashray is going to be one of the freshmen that joins the team you're going to be a senior obviously you'll have that connection with him from knowing but knowing him prior um but you know what do you expect to kind of step into that leadership role or, you know, are you more of a vocal leader? You kind of lead by example. Cause it's going to be, you're going to be one of the guys this year.
2: Yeah. So I'm super pumped for Ash to, to come, you know, when he told me, I guess now it's been a year and a half since he decided that he was going to come here. I was, it was like a dream come true because I've also got uh, Bryce Keim who's also from Spartanburg. So we all grew up and we've been trained together for years now and, we're like three brothers. So it's it's really is a dream come true to have him come here and I'm super pumped for him. So I think we're all gonna like the team's the team's full of leaders. So mm. it's not just one guy, it's it's a culture that we've developed over the past couple of years that I've been on the team and I'm super pumped and we're gonna do really well this year.
0: Earlier on this episode, when it airs, we talked with Hayes Heineke from uh, the, the baseball team, and he stepped right in and had a lot of success his his freshman year, as did you. 15 doubles wins, you made the all-freshman freshman squad. And so I asked him the question, I'll ask you the same thing. What was the biggest adjustment? I, obviously, you both did well stepping right in in your freshman seasons.
2: Yeah, I'd say uh, I just, Coach Ray gave me a good opportunity to play really hard and to come in and and really just train and he he really encouraged me the first year and was saying you know you can do all these great things you just got to put the effort towards it and really just I went out there kind of put my head down didn't say much and just trained my face off every practice and and took advantage of every opportunity that I had.
0: You're someone you're an accounting major um, and you're someone that makes you know the SoCon all academic teams just about every year Uh, how important is it to excel you know in the classroom and then do you have any idea you know maybe when the tennis career is done you know hopefully maybe make a little money after and play professionally but uh, what you would want to do when it's not tennis related
2: yeah so I think the most important thing is that it's called student athlete for a reason is because student comes first and coach Ray is really big on you know, academics come first. You guys got to focus on the academics because if you can't get that part right, then you can't get the uh the athlete part right. So, um, he's he's really focused on you know getting us what we need and making sure we go to class, and uh, that's big for me because that's what ultimately will drive my life after tennis. So I'm actually I just I'm at an in I'm in an internship right now in Spartanburg uh with uh, Bryce's dad actually. So okay. doing that, and um, I just finished another internship with uh, a big firm from Charlotte that I was working with last summer. So kind of juggling the three things right now, yeah. uh, staying super busy, but it's, I'm grateful for the opportunities.
0: What kind of stuff are you doing a little bit on the surface level that we can understand, but what are you doing a little bit on your internship day-to-day basis?
2: Well, uh, Bryce's dad likes to tell me that we're trained to be financial doctors, so we're trying to help people with their <laughs> financial problems and uh, we're just kind of doing some consulting stuff and uh, doing with a lot of numbers and trying to help people figure out what, what works best for their businesses and what doesn't work so well for their businesses. So getting a lot of experience from that.
0: Awesome, we'll shift back towards the court. The spring season was cut into, we know that, but the team did end on a pretty high note, four of its last five victories, um, and you had started off pretty well yourself. You know. It's probably gonna feel like forever spring, and then you get back on campus hopefully in the fall, and, and you're playing. But um, you know, do y'all talk as a team? You know, and how, how do you think you can keep that momentum from from spring and move it into the fall?
2: Yeah, so obviously it was a bummer when we had to get cut short um, due to COVID, but we, we kept training for a little while until they completely shut us down, and then. As soon as the season was over, Coach Trey was already working on getting us connected with the new guys coming in. So uh, we've got three freshmen or four freshmen coming in, and we've been putting a bunch of group chats, a bunch of video calls, some uh, some Marco Polo, a new app that I hadn't seen before. So uh, Coach Trey's loving all that stuff, but but so am I. It's helping me to connect with the freshmen and to really get to know them a lot better, so we can have those strong connections when they come in the fall.
0: That's awesome. Looking back so far and you've had a few years here, um, what's been your favorite memory as part of the Wofford tennis program so far?
2: Oof, that's a tough question. I would <laughs> say
0: uh my favorite
2: one is uh when we won four three in the SoCon last year, uh we beat Sanford in the first round and we were down big. Well, we were winning at first and then we were down big and it came down to two courts, me and uh, Julian, Julie and the guy that played one for us for a couple of years and we had to both win those matches. So I won my match and it came down to him and he was in a tie break and he, he had he gutted it out. So and we stormed the cord and it was it was a uh,
0: surreal experience. You obviously have a lot of success at the at the singles, but what do you like about playing with the doubles? Because you, you have success there and I would imagine it kind of gives you a, a different dimension than when you're just out there solo.
2: Yeah, I think uh, tennis is such an individual sport. So you feel kind of lonely out there sometimes, uh, whether it's a good or a bad thing. But when we get on the doubles court, it's so much about who you've got that connection with. So, last year, the last couple of years, I played with uh, a guy we had from Argentina. And at first, uh, I I was scared to play with a guy was really intimidating. Uh, If you look at him, he just looks intimidating. But uh, we really kind of got a good connection early and we were able to get some success. And we were doing well this season. So, I was really bummed out when everything got canceled so um but I'm looking forward to hopefully I want to hopefully coach Ray sees this and I'm going to tell him I want to play with Bryce so because that's like uh that's the guy I grew up with and I trained a lot with him and we've got a good chemistry so I think we can do really well and we have done well in the past so hopefully that can continue
0: well uh we'll make sure coach Ray sees it. I'll send it send it directly to him if need be um, he was on an episode earlier, and, and as you would imagine, he was he was fantastic. Let's get to know you a little bit better before we get you out of here. Uh, what is your favorite musical artist or who?
2: Oof, uh, favorite musical, I'd say Little Baby. I, I I love some Little Baby right now. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: what is something fans maybe don't know about you?
2: Uh. So I'm right-handed, but uh, I brush my teeth with my left hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Um, what, what is, uh, who was your favorite athlete growing up?
2: Kobe Bryant. That, that's, yeah. So that one hits home.
0: <laughs> um, favorite tennis player growing up?
2: Roger Federer, for sure. The
0: GOAT. Favorite TV show of all time, and then what are you binging right now? I'd
2: say Breaking
0: Bad for
2: sure. And uh, I'm not really binging any right now, but the last one that I watched was um, uh, Money Heist. It's a Spanish show. So being around all these Spanish guys that we have on our team, they they influenced me to watch the show and I I watched it pretty religiously for a while, so that's my my binge watching show right there.
0: That's awesome, I've heard good things and Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time. Omar, this has been fantastic. I've enjoyed getting to know you a little better, getting a little back and forth. And uh, I appreciate you again, taking a few minutes and talking with us on Conquer and Prevail.
2: No, it's awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Phil.